Passing Dimes is proud to welcome a new partner to the show, Momentum Pro Camps. Momentum Pro Camps runs volleyball camps across Ontario, bringing professional athletes, coaches, and resources to communities, clubs, and partners. Momentum's mission is to inspire and develop high performers for life, and they're doing just that. Unfortunately, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, Momentum has suspended all programming until permitted by local public health recommendations. However, they have developed incredible future programming for athletes to benefit from and are excited to share it with all of you when we can play again. Follow us on social media at Momentum Pro Camps for updates and details on future programs or email us at contact at MomentumProCamps.com. Stay excellent, friends. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first ever episode of Passing Dimes Sharp Cuts. Now, what makes this a little bit different than Passing Dimes is that's that's pretty interview style. That's maybe maybe a little behind the scenes. It's a little bit scripted where this show, man, we're going to get off topic. We've got some characters. We're going to be discussing some topics. But uh, I'm excited to see where this goes because I, I'm in the show and I don't even know what the show's about. But uh, partnering with Yes Guy Gaming and my guy over there, Garrett May, and we got some awesome characters for our, you know, first episode ever maybe that'll be a trivia question later on but uh the first episode ever but i'll toss it over to my guy garrett may from yes guy gaming and kind of the the brainchild behind this idea well hey everybody welcome to this first premiere episode um if you didn't hear before i am the aforementioned garrett may from the world famous yes guy gaming joining josh nickel from the also world famous pass and dimes podcast to combine to make this show sharp cuts but we're kind of boring alone. I mean, we're exciting individually. Together, meh. But we need to bring in some other people to really spice this thing up. So first off, I'm going to introduce our first guest. Um, he was well-known for the mysterious Volley Chirps Twitter account that seems to have disappeared. Former assistant coach at George Brown College. Top 10 facial hair game in Canadian volleyball history. And my best friend. Oscar Kahu, welcome to the show, Oscar. Well, happy to be here. Happy to be here. So, what's what? What? Who are you? What should the people know about you in a short blurb? Go. Oh, geez, I was really prepared for this one. Um, you know, I, I've been out of the game, uh, gained some weight. Uh, you know, I, my vertical has definitely improved in in the downward in the downward way. Um, you know, I, I, I basically in quarantine working all the time. That's 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 my uh, that's my life now. Going out for walks is part of the uh, part of the, uh, the daily routine. But other than that, it's been uh, pretty monotonous since uh, basically middle of March. So sorry if that's not too much flair for you, but I lead I lead an existence that that most people have, which is normal and, and you know. Uh, Nothing too flashy right now. So. Yeah, well, uh, thanks for introducing yourself, Oscar. I really would have liked if you could have spiced it up a little bit, but that's okay. Um, glad to hear you're doing well. Um, we'll introduce our, our other guest, and I hope both these guys, Oscar and this next guest, are recurring guests on the show. Two, uh, two great guys. Uh, but this next guy, Canadian Beach Volleyball National Team training member. Yeah, that's right. Training member. What did I have next here? <laughs> 12 foot spike touch. But I don't know if you guys really give a shit about that. Best looking guy to join the show. We'll see if that's ever surpassed by anybody else coming through. And carried Garrett May 
That's me. Two numerous great finishes on the FIVB World Tour. Please welcome Dan Deering. Yeah, I definitely carried a lot of sets, for sure. I carried a lot of sets for you, Garrett. Thank you for the introduction. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I'm going to have to side with Oscar on this one. I feel like a retiree already. I go for walks during the day. Currently unemployed because of this virus going around. Definitely gained a little bit of weight. Vertical is still up there, though. So thank God for that. Yeah, I'm still training. And I'm grateful for that. But I'm at home, working out, playing the guitar, playing video games. Hey, yes, guy. And uh, looking forward to when this is all over. But also looking forward to the summer and getting outside and continuing to carry lots of sets. Well, that's great to hear. Um, I'm again, similar to Oscar. I'm really glad you could spice up, uh, that for us, give the people a little something extra, but that's okay. I also really appreciate that, uh, you, uh, you're showing us your dinner this evening, uh, yeah. just with what's going on. I think that's a real class way move. <laughs> I'm just He's an athlete, dude. Hey, honestly, I just came back from a workout. I showered really quick. I sat down, I had to eat and I had to be on this call, but I can't skip my meal either. I, I can't. See, I'm I'm even questioning like working out, like what, like you do that now? Like I think Oscar and I are kind of like, well, I mean, we're doing bicep curls, maybe just to look good. But uh, Josh, I don't know what you're saying. I, I got a couple bands, maybe stretched out a little bit, you know. <laughs> I did picture you for a band guy. You just get it on the side of the door, do a little like rotator cuff, like you know, show, you know, like one of these. But you're probably fresh, looking pretty you know? great under that sweater, there, aren't you? Oh yeah, it's been, it's been hoodie weather for at least a year now, right? So I mean, uh, gotta gotta keep it fresh with the band workout and you know maybe some YouTube follow alongs, you know, just uh, keep it going. Yeah, I mean, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. I mean, we can't say that enough, <laughs> can we? Uh, hit that subscribe button, subscribe to the podcast. I mean, you got to do it. But uh, this show, it's called Sharp Cuts because we're trying to cut sharp to the points, and we probably should have prepared a little bit better. Josh, do we have anything we want to even start the show with? Like, are, do we even give it or what? I think the most recent thing that I'd, I'd love to get his take on it, and obviously everybody can chime in here, but uh, Dan really accepted the challenge of a good player from Latvia. Talks was uh, putting the cup on the antenna, and Dan Deering answered with authority with a water bottle. And that was a huge, and you didn't even approach, if I'm correct. Like, if you can tell me the full details here, Dan, it looked like standing approach jump, you'd touched over 11 feet and put a water bottle on an antenna. I think we got to touch on that first because that is, that is internet famous right now. Yeah, I hope it is. I do. People were talking, right? Latvia from the States. I got a couple of great people that tagged me in their posts saying, yo, Deering, you should do it. I'm like, yeah, okay. Everyone knows I can jump high, but I'll do it anyways, right? And I posted it and I got, I don't know, I'm not talking like a lot of likes like you guys, but it got out there and now I'm excited because I want to throw up more, more uh, consistent jumps out like that and, uh, you know, me and my motivational stuff and throw it out there as well and get like a double team of athleticism, but mentality for the youth and the kids to look up to. But sometimes they get distracted by the job, by the jump, Josh. Yeah, well, we're, we're actually kind of hoping that by having you on the show, we can actually kind of try to capture some of that internet sensation fandom. I think I might try to overlay uh, some of the video in if it's even possible, if this even works. I don't know. It's not a guarantee that any of this tech works in these days. But uh, yeah, like, hey, next time, maybe when you do something like that, could you just shout out A, your former partner, 
a top draft pick from the beach crew and your buddy Josh Nickel and say, hey, follow these guys because uh, they're really the ones doing the hard work. No, but I'll, I'll do that. I'll tag you guys. Yes, guy gaming. I'll hashtag good looking, better than me. Josh Nickel all the way. You know, Oscar stash. Lots of hashtags. That's good SEO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard Oscar stash is really trending these days. Uh, should I type it in right now and see if there's only one? <laughs> <laughs> it's not trending with my girlfriend. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Well, I got to say, man, and I said it in your intro, top beard game. I mean, I know there's a market for huge, like huge spikes and putting water bottles on the antenna, but what's the market for a beautifully crafted mustache? Uh, you know what? It's hard to say. I don't have anyone from Latvia or, or some Eastern Bloc country tagging me on, on the internet about what to do next with your facial hair. So this is more of a personal journey. But Dan, I gotta say, I'm I'm looking at this right now. Just check your phone. I just piled on the light train here. I'm looking at this video right now. You can see that. Ooh, ooh. This is this is why we train. This is why this is why you do the stuff you do. So you gotta put it online. Otherwise nobody's gonna watch. Nobody's gonna sound see like what's going on. You should start your own, Oscar. You sound like Gary Vanderchuk. Well, relax Great here, boys, because Oscar did Great start it and then totally gave up on it. Got like thousands of followers, volley chirps, and then gave up on it. So we have a rare opportunity here. We got internet sensation Dan Deering, and we've got former internet sensation volley chirps here. Would volley chirps have anything interesting to say about that? Would he chirp it? Would he... Would he say a compliment about it? What would volley chirps say on that? Wow, that's a great question. Um, you know, I, I think I made that account back in it was probably 2011 ish 2012 around there i think i only kept that going for like maybe two years we, i think we topped out at like around 2500 just natural followers so like back then that was you know a little a little more decent than than it would be now but you know <laughs> that's insane but something like that, I, I can tell you right now, just looking at this video, I can tell you, one, that it's fake. Two, that um, uh, I, don't, I don't know why the opposing team would let him post the, some type of bounce like that. On like, like, they're looking around like they're lost. They know, they know the video, I swear to God. I, I mean, I got to respect the chirping the other team on a video of you getting bounced on. For our listeners out there, if you're not watching on YouTube, uh, subscribe. Um, it's a video of Dan bouncing it around the block with a massive spike from at the net. It's a good yeah, point, yeah. Oscar. They they see it like happen. let that happen. <laughs> yeah, that was. They did let that happen. I'm gonna trip some more too. Everyone looks at like, oh, it's such a good bounce, such a good bounce. You gotta look at it from a different perspective. It's not a good block. It's just not a good block. I know. Sorry, Mike. Like, look at his head movement. He looks up at the ball and he stays at the ball the entire time. Like, look at the attacker. Take away the angle. Who but was hey. that? Who Who are you playing? Let's call Friend him right show. out by name. Friend of the show. They've been on the podcast. Full name, <laughs> first and last. Let <laughs> put him on blast. <laughs> Let's see. Michael, no beard. Latinga. 
Well, he's hey. got a viral video too, doesn't he? He does. Hey. I saw it on the reels on Instagram. He had he had his beard for how many years now? Like seven, eight, eight years. And he shows it, and he's like he's ripping it off with his face. And then he shows his mustache, and he's ripping it off. You know what I think? I think he shaved because of that bounce. I think it really hurt him. Wait, but that's a good theory. Wait, hold on. Yeah. You bounced on him, and then he shaved the beard. Literally, like like oh, like four or five days later, I think it grazed his beard when I went by the block, and he was like, "You know, I can't let that happen." And I, he just, I think he grazed his ego, bud, and then oh, the beard sure. had to go because he, he knew that he'd be recognized from that video yeah. and go, "I gotta, I, I gotta go incognito." <laughs> Yeah, classic yeah. identity change. I did it all the time at Georgetown. <laughs> <laughs> Even as coach. <laughs> yes, for a reference out there, uh, friend of the show, Uncle Oscar, used to play for the George Brown Huskies here in Toronto, a team that Josh Nickel coached, then passed the torch to me. And so we got a lot of history there. So you're saying you got bounced on and had to shave your beard more than once? No, it wasn't like I got bounced on. It was more like, you know, it's just, this isn't working. Uh, <laughs> the, the team's not working. You got to try to shake things up a little, do my part. Josh, what's your so, perspective on that? Because Oscar played for you. Did his facial hair have that big an impact on his play? I, I think it was a huge morale boost. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think during November, he had the handlebars that only Oscar could pull off. And I think that was a big boys, uh, big boost to the boys. So that was That's just a great true. team guy. That's true. It, it was in my, uh, that was my Facebook photo for a while. <laughs> Maybe even my Tinder photo. Ooh, good one. Okay, well, great segue, because we were hoping to chat a little bit about some of the glory days at George Brown. I mean, for a little bit of background for listeners and viewers out there, Josh Nickel, not only is he the uh, interim next-gen head coach for Team Canada's Beach Volleyball National Team, no big deal. He's also the re-founder of the George Brown Huskies men's volleyball program at George Brown College here in Toronto, which then I took over and coached with my good buddy Oscar. So it's a bit of a small world here. and. (laughs) <laughs> we had, I'm going to say, two very different styles, Josh. Do you have any, have you, like, yeah, that way, wasn't a question, by the way. I was just no. throwing that out there. <laughs> I just haven't said anything in a while. I feel like going here. <laughs> <laughs> what's in this, what's in this mug? I don't know. It's, you'll never know. <laughs> I think, you know, different, different times. I mean, obviously, as you mentioned, like the team was a full rebuild, like full expansion. And obviously when Oscar got there, I think that was year four or five. No, so that was, was year one stuff. of the rebuild as soon as you got Oscar. Well, yeah, I, I <laughs> <laughs> I did like when uh, you you resigned, and the athletic director mentioned in the article that you really turned the program go- around, going like forty and thirty. When I I retired, going fifty and forty two. But you know the program was just garbage. You know when you took it over. And- yeah, like you're a total hack, uh, basically. And I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> I mean, um, but I, I like I think it was very different styles, right? Like you, you I certainly think no had- question. I was more about the stats and the video and the scouting. You're all about like feelings and personal beliefs and like rah rah and it's just four uh, pillars. Oh, the yeah. four pillars. I think it was a good time for a change for the for the squad, but uh, definitely comparing you know apples to pomegranates here. I think. Yeah. Well, which am I? What are you saying? You saying I'm a pomegranate? What are you trying to say think- here, Josh? Just spit it out. I'll take I'll take pomegranate. You can be the apple. Can. Well, I will say, like you probably took it a lot more professionally than we did. Um, we had a lot of fun 
I can remember I can remember Oscar and I just just busting a gut on the bench in practice, whatever. And I can imagine you probably not saying some of the same things that we did. Dan, you're a coach, right? Like you you coach youth and stuff. I mean, maybe not as much now, but I'm sure there wasn't as much chirping of your own team and thoughts as there was going on when we were uh, on the bench, eh, Oscar? Uh, well, you know, the, the, the F word, a lot of other swear <laughs> words, was a central, I was a pillar, but, um, I think, uh, yeah, it's, that's probably, I don't, I can't speak to what coaching is like now or for youth, but I, I know we had fun. That was, that was a fun, fun time for me. Well, I can picture Josh like looking at stats and like, you know, trying to help his players develop. And here you and I are brainstorming drills for hitting lines where basically the entire team shags and tosses balls to us to just bounce as coaches. Like that's the sort of thing we were talking about (laughs) on the bench. Bouncing those like those ridiculous drill ideas off each other was was part of that hilarity. Like, you know, just everybody on your stomach and then... (laughs) Like you go back like that, that Toronto Maple Leaf style. Who's the least hard working here? And that's the drill. You just ask them individually that name someone else on the <laughs> It's the least hard working. And that's the drill. Yeah, well, I remember we used to do this regularly too, is because we asked everybody in like team meetings at the beginning, like, hey, what what are some of your individual goals for the team? And without a doubt, everybody says Oh, I want to work on leadership. Like I want to, you know, be a leader in this team. I don't want to say everybody, but like five or six guys. So Oscar and I are like, yeah, okay, fine. You want to be a leader? So in practice and in games, we individually tell each guy, hey, show some leadership out there and tell like six guys to go show some leadership out there. (laughs) I I mean, I don't think it worked that well, (laughs) but it was fun. It had to have reminded you of Western when uh, Everett told me this story. They had the cameras behind the benches at Nationals, and they'd go into Trinity's timeout, and we're in this rotation there and that rotation, and Alberta was very technical. But there wasn't one timeout during the whole National Championships where Western, you guys didn't cut off Jim and just start screaming, let's go, yeah, come on, Purple, let's get a win here, come on, let's go. Like, no no information being shared, just some alphas just spitting at the mouth, getting ready to go. Yeah, not afraid to admit it either. I mean, there was no strategy, and I mean, I brought that as a coach, I- I feel like, you know, the success we had as a team at Western with the let's fucking go, you know, that's really, I would think, my strategy as a coach and Oscar, man, you bought right into that and helped me out. Dan, I'm, I'm curious, is that as effective with 16-year-old girls or do you need to take a different tact? No, I actually take these uh, prescribed meds before I walk into the... No. <laughs> um, you got to take a completely different approach. <laughs> I've always said if I'm going to coach men, it's going to be in college and university so I can drop the F-bombs without actually feeling bad about it, right? Oh, yeah. You definitely have to be very filtered and uh, uh, very careful with the words that you say. Even if you have to be careful with the looks that you give because whenever younger girls or younger athletes make a mistake, they always look at you first. So you always have to be kind of walking on ice and being careful. But I would love to coach a, uh, a college university team. Can I, you can just look right at me and be like, yo, men? And then that's it, right? Yeah, I mean, sort of. Uh, and well, I will say, if that's what you're supposed to do with girls, I wasn't doing it. I assisted with <laughs> with the Lee side team on a 17-year girls team, and maybe I should have changed my tact. We might have done better. No, don't doubt yourself, Garrett. Just go the, the, the F-bomb way. You're good to go. 
Yeah, I mean, that's not really something they teach you in the when you get your coaching levels. Like, hey, how to remote a player? How to how to run end lines? That's key, Oscar. You know, we we you need to have a good end lines call, like a good guttural, like it's intimidating. <laughs> you need to have that at your disposal. So well, that's worth a coaching level on its own. Uh, being able to discipline that that should be a whole course. It's just player discipline, especially for 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 the college crowd. <laughs> yeah, I remember you did say you wanted to be in charge of discipline. Yeah, I, I appointed myself headmaster of discipline at the George, <laughs> Brown, George Brown Huskies volleyball. So, <laughs> Josh, did you uh, have your guys run many end lines? There was definitely some running. There was. Uh, it's a fun league to be a part of because I feel like you can coach them up and you can be strategic. But at the end of the day, there's just guys in that league who love volleyball and they're fired up and they want to be chirpy. They want to bring energy that like they're, they're not thinking beyond the OCAA. The OCAA is their focus and that's their all right. So, and you see that passion come through that, you know, sometimes when they're dogging into practice, you just gotta, you gotta light the boys up every once in a while. Oh, light them <laughs> up and smack them down. Like get to the <laughs> end lines, boys down on your stomachs. We're doing five sets. I don't even care. <laughs> Mid game, twelve twelve. <laughs> get a yellow card and line. Go, and the refs just looking at like what's going on. <laughs> no, you call a timeout to just run end lines. Yep. Did we ever do that, Oscar? I feel like that's something we would have done. Hello, friends. A quick pause from this week's episode to give you a friendly reminder that partner of the show, Club Jason, is offering twenty five percent off all orders when you use promo code. Golden Boy at checkout. That's Golden Boy, all lowercase, all one word. Listeners in North America will also receive free shipping on any order over $99. Of course, Golden Boy is referring to the one and only Sabathian Lethbridge who was on last week's show. If you haven't already, go back and download his episode to hear some amazing stories. Partner of the show, Club Jason, is devoted to growing the game of golf and creating opportunities for those who would benefit greatly from a little extra support. 10% of all sales will go to a Club Jason scholarship for a female golfer, and an additional 10% of all sales will go towards junior golf programs in Ontario. Check out Club Jason, C-L-U-B-J-S-O-N.com to check out some amazing pullovers, polos, and hats. Club Jason, join the club. Now that you bring it up, like I, I feel like if I if we didn't do it, we saw it somewhere. Like maybe it was some of the like one of these you know discipline college yes. teams that was doing it or something. We like definitely that. saw that happen. No, it was at a tournament, and somebody called a timeout and had their team run end lines. I can't remember, but that actually happened, it, and we were I like, "Damn, they stole our idea." Maybe it was now you have to do it without calling the timeout. It just has to happen, <laughs> and the ref doesn't know what to do do they give a yellow do they give a red everyone that would be an internet sensation and volley chirps would get on it yes kind of gaming passing dimes and it, could be all, it could be all george bound alumni yeah i mean that would be hilarious i mean you might take an eight second violation so you say hey you better finish this suicide in eight seconds and serve it or we're gonna lose the point yeah. <laughs> you could do it at 24 22 and you guys create the <laughs> Hey, this is how you work on clutchness. Every set point, we run suicides <laughs> when it's our serve. And if we don't make it in time, we lose. <laughs> That's it. We're actually playing the 26, guys. We're playing the 26. <laughs> Josh, I'm curious. Is there any, any shenanigans like that happening at the National Team Training Center? For those listeners who aren't aware, we're in Toronto here where Josh works coaching the 
beach volleyball national team for Canada. I mean, there's no other way to put it. He's a big shooter. Um, are there any shenanigans going on there? Are you calling end lines? Are you disciplining guys? Or is it just free-for-all? It's it's such a different environment where I think we, we go too far to the end of like what a professional is in that spectrum. But uh, shout out to a new guy we have on the team, Alex Russell, who played pro indoor. He played at UBC. He brought it up pretty early in his career. He's like, is anybody going to get on each other? Is there going to be yelling? Like, why haven't I been yelled at? Like, he, he was bringing this weird indoor mood that I think the beach guys are just because oh, your, your team's within teams and you don't really talk to the other teams and you're just worried about your stuff. Where Russ brought like a team environment where. I feel like we haven't got to that stage, but I think it would be welcome when it did just to bring some intensity or just a, a different mood to training sometimes. Okay, well, I mean, here we are. We're getting coaching. We're getting growth right here in this episode, viewers. Thanks for joining us for this. This is what needs to happen. It's pretty clear. We need to get Oscar installed as head of discipline on the beach volleyball national team. I mean, that needs to happen. He has experience. I can vouch for him. I'll be a reference. Two, Dan, if you ever bounce on guys like that again, you got to yell at them. Absolutely. And then, Josh, you follow up with, hey, run some end lines now. You just got bounced on by Dan. <laughs> that would be incredible. I, I would love I to go see back. Oscar standing on the end line, like looking down. Right, Josh is pointing over there, and I'm just yelling with my hands on my hips saying, you suck. Yes. <laughs> like, we'll yeah. hit the ball next time. Yes. How are you going to let me bounce on you like that? I only touch 12 feet high. That is embarrassing. Go do end lines or just grab your stuff and go. Into the, oh, snow. Yeah. <laughs> go into the snow. Don't come back into the sand. That's like an interesting that. one. Josh, just, have you ever pulled the get the out of here? Just get, just get, get your shit. No, that was, that was the joke on the first day of the job. Everyone, like Shakter's encouraging me. He's like, you got to cut somebody on the first day. That's the only way to announce your presence with authority is to cut somebody. It's got to be Shakter. Just right away, a sharp <laughs> cut off the national team. <laughs> sharp. Yeah, you know, hey, did you just work in sharp cut into the show? <laughs> Dan, guest for Always life. Oh, yeah. Subscribe. <laughs> So uh, did you do it? No. The, uh... No, no, I, I couldn't go through with it. But uh... No, but the question is, though, did you think of who would be the one getting cut? <laughs> <laughs> and yes. if you had to name yes. a name. You can't confirm right? or deny who, who would it would have been, but uh... <laughs> maybe we can have a poll answer. and we can, we can vote somebody <laughs> off the island. Oh, I'd love that. Give me a vote. Yo, that would be it. Eh? You'd go the survivor route. You wouldn't go like, you are the weakest link. I think Survivor would just create yeah. clicks and some gamesmanship and really like let the, the the ball roll on this one and see how escalated we can make it. Mm. I think, think Oscar would be like, if you're the last one to touch the end line, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the poll idea. Like I can make a like a thousand fake accounts online and just vote <laughs> out whoever whoever we want. <laughs> yeah, Josh, just use the Volleyball Canada official account. Put out a poll. Who should we cut? Here's the eight guys. Just vote. Who should we cut? The country's spoken, guys. They can't argue with that. Yeah, like, yeah. what are you going to do? Canada voted on this. Like, yeah. Sharp cuts 99999 at Yeah, legit, man. So, like, the vibe up there at the center, like, during the day, I guess, is, like, pretty... Like, is there any jokes or guys cracking jokes? Like, 
Dan, you've been training up there. I remember Oscar and I used to go up to the center and train with my dad, who was coaching an Olympic team at the time, Christine Valius and Jamie Broder, and we would train against them. And it got it. It was hilarious in hindsight, eh, Oscar? That was some really fun beach volleyball. One, because the net was lower, which was appropriate for me. Um, and and the two balls to you. Holy crap. That was, a, that was, a, that was an automatic. An automatic. <laughs> yeah, I, I still got it, maybe. That maybe. Was back when I was calling it the... I, I have it written down here. It's it, the Team Canada National Team Elite High Performance Olympic Training Center of Athletic Excellence. That's what we would all call it back then. <laughs> First member, Oscar. <laughs> no, I, mean, I didn't. Hey, I, didn't. I, I, was, uh, I was just a part-timer. It was intense. Like, because th- that's the thing. You walk in there and you're cu- it's like routine, right? And then you come and you see something very different. Me and Oscar playing against an Olympic women's team and just yelling, like, just full-on intensity. Like, that's got to spice things up. Is there anything like that going on these days, Josh and Dan? Did, did Jamie or Christina ever snap back? Because that's a really competitive team. I can't see them just laughing at you guys. Like, they would be gaming for sure. Oh, right? it got intense. And it was oh, awkward. It was, um, like, they, they were good games. They were great. They were competitive. Because Oscar was... Well, why don't you comment on your skill level, Oscar? No, I want to hear what you're going to say first. Yeah, bro. Oscar was <laughs> okay. G- give us a one to ten. One to ten rep. Well, who's yeah. one and who's yeah. ten? Who are we talking here? I'm okay. ten. <laughs> okay, fine. And one if is was a ten, and one was ooh. Right, who do I? Who, who do are I you say? outing right here? Yeah, I'm gonna clip this and send it right to them. Here. Interesting. Oh yeah, you're outing somebody, and I'm sending it to them I'm at mention. Let's go about it. Let's go. I'm gonna say the new assistant coach. Okay, he's the one. I gotta talk some shit to the new coach. <laughs> previous, previous uh, uh, York University alumni teammate, just talking some smack. So let's go. Garrett May ten, Felipe one. What is an Oscar? Well, Felipe, as we all know, Felipe Omania Paredes. <laughs> brother of Canadian Melissa Manaparles, world champion. So there's some genetics at play there. For him, if he's one, oh, I'll- you know what? I meant Felipe being a defender. Yeah, that's right. Defending, he's a one. Yeah. Okay. Then okay. Oscar is a two on that scale. I mean, great pick because now Oscar can tell Felipe Manaparles that he's probably better than him as a defender. Sharp cut. Said it first here. Can Felipe say that he dug Olympians? Mm, actually, he can. But, uh, <laughs> so, okay. Uh, anyways. Look, like, I'm not offended by anything, really. Like, if, if, you're, if you're trying to get there at some point, Garrett, I'll, I'll disclose it now. I can't be offended by, by any review of my ability at beach volleyball. All right. But I will say... I wasn't, uh, you know, I was competitive with, 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 uh, I was competitive. I was competing to compete or, 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 or playing, training to compete, or playing or to train to, to compete. learn to compete or learning, learning to compete. Yeah. One of those, yeah. One of those <laughs> training to train, training, training, training to, to train compete. while thinking about competing. Uh, never. Okay. <laughs> I would agree with that assessment. The whole thing. Um, and you're right. They were intense. Like, cause you were, you were good enough 
that it was, it was close. It was even. And like my dad as the coach of the practice has to like, he's trying to manage this. He's like trying to not throw me the free ball so that I'm getting up there. Cause I, I was like, if Christina or Jamie ever cheered, I was like, I'm pummeling the next one. There's no, <laughs> I don't care. I'm not in a roll shot. I'm going over top and I'm hitting it as hard as I can. And I did once and Jamie caught it and it, yeah, it, it, it didn't happen that much after that. We'll just leave it at that. Like caught it, like you packed her. No, no. Well, I mean, in the <laughs> in the bread basket area, you know, like the uh, elbow, bicep, arm, gut area. And that was only because of a really good set, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I mean, that was it too. Oscar was setting, and I, I will say, Oscar, after having quit volleyball, your setting improved immensely. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I, I remember uh, there was one time that we were training. This is like I'm, I wasn't training. I, you know, like I was just going out and you know playing <laughs> playing with you guys like once a week or so. Other than that, I wasn't like exercising or training in beach volleyball. Like let's not like pretend otherwise. I I get up there and I'm like, this is an early morning practice. I'm as hungover as I've ever been. Like I, I, I was. <laughs> I was really, really feeling it. Like, you know, like, you know, when you start warming up, running around, like I couldn't do a full lap without feeling queasy. Oh, yeah. And I thought, okay, John's going to have a rough practice today too. Like <laughs> it's going to be running free balls. Like I, I can't do that. So here, you gotta, you gotta like run around for me. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up playing some of the best volleyball. I have played that day. It was one of it was one of my best days, and I was like, I should like Legend of the Drunken Master here. Like you just feel like crap. And do you ever have any of those days where you're just feeling like crap, but you actually are playing well? Like maybe maybe that's a thing. What's the science on that? Shut up, sports science guy here. That could be the new theory of 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 moving forward. Just you're pre-planning, right? You're pre-plan, you're pre-drink, and, and you get out there and you just, you go straight in and you're like, I'm doing this for tomorrow. I'm going to feel like shit and I'm going to play like it doesn't smell. And you just go out there. So Dan, you'll have to like do some research and get back to us. So I expect in your next training session for the national team this week or next, you, you do a little experimentation. You do a little hungover well, practice. Was, you do a little sober practice. I was the master of that in my mid-20s. Like, come on. I would show up to a tournament. not even Hold on. Hold on. Your mid-20s. Relax. You, you and I played together in your mid-20s. <laughs> so what are, you, what are you trying to say that, like, you're drowning your sorrows in the evening because you got to practice with me the next day? What the? Yeah. I'll, I'll have, like, a shot glass, and I'm like, this is for Garrett. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you're, tell, you you're exposing the partnership big time. <laughs> Ouch. Josh, save me from this embarrassment. I might edit myself out just of this, just so I you don't know, just hold on. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys were pretty good. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what, why, why you weren't going out with Dan here. Like what? Like, thanks for having you guys, back. you guys had it in the bag. Yeah, it's true. Maybe I would have played a little bit better if I'd have been doing that same thing. 
Gary, why don't you tell us a story about that one time at nationals, at men's nationals, like you scraped in to qualify somehow or something like that. You and Dan, was it you and Dan had gotten together and you won? Didn't you win? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so we were late registering to to nationals so we like the one year we played or whatever and so i think some who was it somebody made us play like made us play a qualifier or something to get into provincials and i mean it was like late at night we were late we'd get back on a flight we'd, and we ended up winning like because i mean who who was qualifying like 32 teams or whatever like we you know and we ended up qualifying and yeah won low c do you remember that dan I remember that. It was very fun. I think our, we had the largest hub count that we've ever had. Yeah. And I mean, the guys in BC, man, those guys out West, if you're listening, subscribe. Thanks for joining us. That hub count on the cardboard, like that was a thing. Eh? We go out there it and I started ticking off the amount of hugs. But then we just started hugging literally twice a point, three times a point <laughs> to hold it long. And it's like, Wait, hey, you're going to no, need more cardboard, guys. <laughs> Just like fake, fake the uh, wipe the glasses and kind of just go in for the hug, and then like, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know why more guys don't hug. Like you see hockey players like they're hugging, bumping all the time. I mean, the basketball players they don't do it much, eh? Like they don't, they don't really hug it out. No, they're pretty cool. Yeah, that's true. They're probably too cool. That's what separates them from you guys who who really leaned into the uncool part of it. I mean. Maybe it's a culture thing with the sport. Ask the ask the national team coach here. But I don't know. Is that the, is that still the culture? Hug, hug, hug? Or is it, you know, just high five? Like, like, trying to think of any of our teams that do hug. But I, I do want to circle back to your Vancouver comment there, Garrett. I'm curious with, with you guys playing Van Open. And Dan, you've played it a couple times. Do you guys embrace the crowd participation? Do you, do you converse with the guys chirping? Like, do you try to ignore it? Because that's a pretty interactive audience. And I'm curious as a player... What do you do when you're being targeted with this hilarity sometimes? <laughs> I mean, this is, I've made this point before in other ways, but I think it's what our sport is missing is more of that, like more engagement, more energy, more excitement around that. And as a player, I was pretty laser beam focused. So I would never engage, never. But if I were to go back now, that would be all I do. Cause really at the end of the day, nobody remembers who won the tournament or not. They remember, or did you medal? Did you got like, who cares? People remember the times and the personalities and the things like that. And so I didn't take advantage of that. I'm trying to now, I guess, with this show. Thanks for joining us. But uh, <laughs> but didn't uh, didn't do that as a player and kind of ignored it completely. But Dan, I know you you engaged a little bit, eh? More than I did. Yeah, I was I was laser focused when we were like you know battling the great teams. I'm like score, you know, sets were close, scores were close. Like, I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm either calling, like, we're calling the play and hugging, and that's it. Like, that was it. Plays and hugs, plays and hugs. But besides that, it was like, if we're up by a lot, of course I'm throwing the skyball up there, right? I, I love those guys that are announcing it. You got to go for the skyball, get the crowd involved. But um, even when you're down by 12 points, you got to throw up the skyball anyways. Yeah, like, who gives a shit, really? Like, be entertaining. I mean, like, that, that I mean, we need that. We need some personality. Hence us bringing you two guys on the show. And I don't know, Josh, what do you think? How have they done so far? If we were judging the, the level of personality and excitement of our, of our two first guests. 
I think this uh, is know, outstanding. So and if we ever get a, a pro tour, a league going, I mean, to have Garrett and Oscar on the mic or playing either way and have Dan playing, that's entertainment right there. I know we can convince Jake McNeil to do some wrestling style promos to hype up the event. Like, I think <laughs> we can really push this Canadian volleyball scene just by encouraging people to have more fun with it. Because you, Garrett, being a retired athlete, maybe you're coming back, maybe you're not. Maybe I'm spread rumors on the show. But for you to say you were too focused and took it too serious, I think that's a good message for the young players that uh, you can laugh a little bit. You can be entertaining. You can, you know, play with some joy and really still excel at our sport. Yeah, like as a coach, I'm telling kids, you cannot do that. Like you will lose focus and you will lose. That is terrible advice. Like you're in the end line. Like you, like it doesn't work. Hit the end line, kid. Quit. But now it's like, yeah, who cares? Like, so you, Josh, you're saying me and Oscar playing like a game. He said on the mic, didn't he? Well, I said both. Like, Oscar, your choice if you want to register or be on the mic. There's a job for you either way. Or what's really cool about the Vancouver guys is Seymour will play in the event, and when he gets eliminated, he'll go up and be the announcer. So he's got that dual role thing going. I think Sandy does the same thing, right? So why not copy that? Because they've got a good thing going. Yeah, I mean, the hope would be that I would never actually have to go to the announcing thing. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I get it. It's funny you mentioned the retired thing, because I think, Dan, like, you may be feeling the same thing. Like, like, hey, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm young, like, I, what, I can, I can still mix it up, right? Like, I'm not over the hill, but when we kind of stopped playing, there was like a rumor among the national team that was like, oh, is Garrett retiring? And I loved that because I was like, you know, I don't know, I'm going to milk this for years. Now we should start the rumor, oh, am I coming back? And just see how long we can get that hanging on for. <laughs> I'm willing to bet you wouldn't be much worse. Maybe Dan and I show up and like just play in a tournament, but we lose in an OVA, like a, just the shittiest tournament ever. We lose on purpose or something just to like plant the seed in there. Oh, May Deering registered. Oh my gosh, they're in our pool. And we're terrible. <laughs> yeah. We lose, we yeah, lose 21 5, but five massive bounces from Dan. Yeah, that's true. We, we could even like get people to register and just put our names down anyways. And they show up and they're just like, you know, like little 17 year old boys. <laughs> 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 right. Like, We're oh, so God, desperate Dan's to return. Coming. Garrett's coming. <laughs> and then, these, you know, these guys that just registered under the wrong name just scared everybody. <laughs> well, I will share a little something because when my my dad hosted the FIVB beach volleyball event in Edmonton and we we went with uh, Rich Van Heusen and Casey McTavish, who are just fantastic. Both of them really entertaining people. Love to have them on the show, too, but they're super busy. Casey's a firefighter and Rich is a, uh, a teacher. Um, but uh, we were the announcers of the event, and it was amazing. Like, we were having a blast, mixing it up. But there were some kids there from the Canada National Team Challenge Cup who were there in Edmonton at the same time who came to watch. And a, a bunch of them recognized me. And Kayla went, oh, Garrett, what's up? And then they kept they kept saying, Joe Fa. And I was like, what? Wait, you're no not way. not because I'm a no sick way. player, like not because I like former world champion, like national team member, like, oh, because of Yes Guy Gaming. Ah, I don't know whether to be like super excited or like really pissed off, but either way, I mean <laughs> which side which side of the ego are you gonna allow to uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, embrace it here? <laughs> but yes, Josh, if you have any sway at all, get Oscar and I a gig doing commentary, announcing, whatever. We will kill it. 
I was curious to know if you've been away long enough that people don't associate you as like the world champion guy. Like when Oris Stanko started coaching club again, it was hilarious that here's one of the all time winningest OUA coaches and he's at like a 16 U boys tournament and the ref who's some teenagers like big time and I'm thinking he's some crazy old man. You know, it's like that's one of the best coaches we have in our province is because they couldn't associate the two together. So you you're not the yes guy gaming guy. You're not a world champion. I'm happy to take that. Subscribe, by the way. Um, <laughs> happy to happy to take on that moniker. And I mean, I, I, I like that, though. Like, if you're a crotchety old dude and you're headed back to coach or, like, do whatever, like, you got to earn it back, buddy. And I'm fully <laughs> expecting if that ever happens to me, you got to earn that. You got to earn the rep back again. I guess nobody agrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that an unpopular opinion? or yeah, Maybe. Is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the mic cut out for sure. Um, oh, you guys are so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that looking around. That was rehearsed. Well, I mean, there's not much to look at, actually. I just... Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I like, Speaking I like of segways, you know, uh, I, I do have one more since we have two internet sensations on the show. And I, I'm curious because... Oscar, like we, we didn't enter this in your bio, but you being a crush guy, you're a provincial champion, you won some national championships. Dan, you're part of Pac-Man, and I think you guys had the YouTube video for a long time there. I think, was it 20 big hits or 20 big bounces, whatever it was. But uh, I'm curious with you guys both being big time in the pre-Instagram era, what was it like? Because going to provincials and seeing like the following you guys had at Rim Park and there were people who knew who you were, but you didn't have Instagram to kind of cash in and actually like quantify how many fans you had. Uh, I'm just curious what it was like being on like the team in your era, even though you didn't have the, the social media to support it. Dan? <laughs> That's a great question. I think it didn't really matter then, right? It's like now that we know we're so aware of social media and followers and videos and likes and posts and views, I think then like kids would be surprised that you just show up and you're not on your phone. Like it's just people have to watch you to actually see you perform. So I think it created more of a, a beautiful atmosphere for, you know, teams when they're not playing or when they're off to come watch what you had to see because no one was really filming it anymore. So it created a pretty cool atmosphere feeling like you were a bit of a volleyball celebrity because you saw all these younger younger boys and younger teams that would come and watch. And then they would leave after the inning warm-up because they just wanted to see that. It would inspire them, but then they could then like you know share it with everybody else saying, oh, I just saw the Pac-Man warm-up. Like, oh, really cool. And then no one else could see it. So it's like they kind of saw a live event. And nowadays, everything's kind of filmed and broadcasted. So I think it definitely has a different perspective to it. So it, it created a better atmosphere. And now you can catch everything online. So <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Like I, I think it was I didn't even start texting until I was in maybe halfway through grade nine. So that was probably like mid fifteen U season. So I had about a year and a half of playing like no no phone. And then even the video stuff wasn't coming out much there. You're just like that was early YouTube too. Like that that big 20 hits or whatever video i i remember that video and and that that gave you guys some notoriety but <laughs> as someone who was on um a really successful team crush um you know if i if i if i was uh given the chance to see the court maybe once or twice a year uh the, the coach by the way full disclosure here it's dad john um 
we still have to we still have to uh, clear some clear up some of that that confusion. I think I think he always was putting the wrong number on on the starting lineup. <laughs> But I didn't have the nads to say much, so I, I, I got the benefits of watching the game like, like the fans and also being on it. So, you know, it was a bit of an in-between. If, if, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I might have played it a bit differently, um, you know, as, as anyone might when looking back at, at their, their sort of high school years. But I think... Uh, you know, it, uh, it was still a really fun, fun time. Yeah. And well, it's funny you bring that up because full disclosure, full, hey, if we're going full disclosure, Josh and I attempted to record an episode of this show, the ghost first episode, uh, Passing Dime Sharp Cuts, and it failed for various reasons. And we don't need to go into who's responsible for it um, because it's really not that important. Um, but someone is, and they took steps, but we had my dad, John, former coach of you, former coach of me, former coach of Olympians on, and I'm seeing a buildup to a bit of a clash here on the show with you and my dad to really clear the air about what the heck was going on there. Keep Dan here too. I need to feel safe. Well, I'm worried, though, you might not get a word in edgewise, because when he gets the mic, it's like, good luck trying to rest it back. I might have to, like, mute him, although I don't know if I can do that. Like, yeah, we're going to – it's interesting. Well, and his head will take up the camera. Like, it's, you might not even be able to see what he's saying. Yeah, see, like, it seems like there's some unresolved issues there that we really need to work through. Like, not only are we in a, trying to make an entertaining show, we're trying to help people, right? Yeah, that's what it's all about. It's for the children. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, I mean, back on topic. What were we even talking about? Being on the team? The team in a pre-social media era. Because I remember it was a rush to watch the Pac-Man warm-up and to watch you guys. Because there would be four or five people deep around the court at Rim Park just watching you guys bounce these overpasses from your coaches. Right. And, and then they would scatter. And I'll say, up. though, before before YouTube, nobody who hadn't seen that gave a shit. Right? Like, so what's kind of interesting is I wonder, because, Dan, the team you were on and the guy you are and some of the personalities you had was admittedly a lot more entertaining than our squad. We were pretty boring. Um, but you guys were pretty exciting visually personality-wise, like, if there was Instagram and YouTube fully prevalent and everything was taped back then, I'm thinking, man, you guys would have been a hot commodity. People would have been all over that. Yeah, I think it would have definitely created more waves, even in this era now. I think I think that, that video would go viral, and, and it would be quite well... It would be good for the sport, good for Canada, right? And then you know, it would be pretty, pretty cool. Even if it did come back, we could even probably get, you know, some of those guys on this show and bring back as a little reunion and get, you know. Well, I'll just say that. relax there with trying to book members for a show that's not <laughs> yours. I mean, just take it a step back there. Okay. Easy there. No, no I, I mean, I get it. It's it's a great show. I mean, hey, subscribe. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm just... <laughs> 
I'm just kidding. That would John be fantastic. He was, he was finishing stories and be like, actually, I'll tell that next time I'm on the show. And he was leaving good, like, just teasers that he was going to be returning in, like, a multi-cast. So. Yeah, I was like, it's a bit assumptive, isn't it? Like, we'll have to check the ratings after the episode comes out. Did the fans like it? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you got to go real sharp and hope it goes in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I will say, in the Ghost episode... There was a really great reference to passing dimes. We were talking about passing or something, and passing dimes was thrown in there. Uh, what do you think was better, that reference, Josh, or Dan's sharp cuts reference, which he's made two of them? <sighs> Both have been really like organic and just genuine, but uh, I, I feel like the ghost episode, that one, it worked in so well that even they had to pause to make sure that we got it. It was that smooth. <laughs> See, I really like how you're kind of building the the mysteriousness around the show. We already have a ghost episode that is unseen with some great moments that we'll never see the light of day. You guys feeling like jealous at all that you weren't part of that or cause that's kind of the goal as well. Uh, yeah. 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 I think, I think Oscar and I are definitely going to connect after this podcast. <laughs> and we're going to share go. a few words with each other. Here comes another uh, show with you two guys. Yeah, we're launching a competitor, actually. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> shit. What have we done? We're bringing together entertaining people who are going to go off and do their own thing and shit yeah, on us, I, Josh. Yeah, I believe in volley chirps. That's... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even mad if they bring volley chirps back. That, that would be amazing. <laughs> we got to stop this, Josh. We got to keep this on a tighter leash. Otherwise, people are going to be getting great ideas. They're going to be putting us out of business. Not that we're in business, but we're going to be out before we even started. Now there's going to be a waiver to be on the show, and they got to sign all over like intellectual property to us and just. Uh, yeah, we got to sign NDAs, like full on stuff to host this show. Like, whatever. This is too much, you guys. Stop being so creative. <laughs> well, I mean, or, or don't. I mean, it's hopefully it's made for a great show. <laughs> we'll see. I guess we'll see in the numbers. Yeah, I think we're going to call it Deep Lines. For sure. <laughs> yeah. I think that's going to be our, our segue into our, our Yeah, you show. got sharp cuts in their competitor, deep lines. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah, I wow. So. Okay. Well, I mean, how do we end the show, Josh? Like, do we, do we even end the show or do we just go until these guys just get so sick of us that we hang up? I mean, if, if people out there are still listening, it shows that they are like fans and friends of the show. But I think we should really let them off the hook here and just call it here. Like, I, well, think, I think we've gotten all we can really get out of this this squad here. Well, I mean, those extra watch seconds are huge for the algorithm, though, you know. So maybe we extend this another 10 minutes, have some blank airtime, just in case somebody left it going, you know, really push the algorithm. <laughs> push the kidding. algorithm. People are, people are out before they even get here anyway. Unless That's I start what, clipping these endings and make a compilation of our best moments. Here I am getting ahead of myself. Deep Lines is going to kill us anyways. <laughs> I was actually, I'm actually a spy. Like I was brought on here, but I'm not, I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for the, the Believe Deep, deep Lines deep lines team. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. We better end it there then, Josh, because otherwise... We're going to keep giving these guys even better ideas, and they're just going to steal everything from us. Yeah. When in doubt, bad set, good set. You hear cross, you hear cut, you got to go deep line. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know all too well, buddy. And maybe if we had had a few less deep lines, we might have done a little bit better just saying. No. 
<laughs> Just kidding. The sharp cuts got blocked too. So I, uh, whatever. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Well, it was good talking to you guys. And Dan, good to see you. Haven't good to see you too, Oscar. And Josh. And, uh, thank you, Garrett. And thank you, Josh, for for uh, having me on this number one episode. And I hope I hope it doesn't get better after this. But at the same time, I do hope that it gets better after this. Well, I mean, we'll have to have you guys on again to really challenge some of our other guests because we've set the bar high. So you guys got to come and really push them and let us know like, hey, Oscar, head of discipline. I mean, there's an opening at Pass and Dime Sharp Cuts for a head of discipline. So if we're having guests on who are shit, we need you on here to just like cut, hang up on them, cut them off, make them do end lines on the show. I mean... I think that yeah. could really help elevate things. I think so. Every like 10, 10, whatever you guys can create every 10 episodes or something, you know, and Oscar, if you do shave, you have to put the fake mustache on. That has to be a trend. Right? <laughs> I'm going to always be eating the first 10 minutes of every episode sharing, mm. you know, sharing that stuff. Mm. And, you know, maybe I'll keep talking some, some smack about Mike Platinga the entire time. Who knows? Yeah, Mike, I hope, I hope you're not feeling too bad. Please subscribe. Um, that would be great. We'd appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I think we're, I think we're going to end the show because, uh, frankly, I think we've taken enough abuse. So Josh, do you have any final words? I mean, you're the podcast expert. I'm just some guy trying to do stuff. Well, I do want to thank Dan and Oscar for coming on the show. This is, this is going to be tough to top. I don't, I, I'm worried we may have peaked too early here, but we won't know until next time. But uh, thanks to the guys for coming on. It was, it was definitely good catching up and seeing you guys and, and hearing what you had to add. I laughed a lot. I hopefully our, our listener or listener has definitely had a good laugh about this. And, you know, hit that subscribe button, five star review on, on Apple Podcasts, and follow Yes Guy Gaming on YouTube. All right, Garrett, let's go. Bring it in one last okay, time. Yeah, yeah. Hug, yeah. hug. Oh, we're going to hug it. Oh, okay. Oh,